Oshinoko. If you've spent any amount of time on the internet over these past few weeks, you've most likely at least heard that name. This is a show that took anime fans by storm on the day of its release. Just a few hours after its premiere, it literally went straight to the number one spot on my anime list. After one episode. So naturally, it piqued my interest too. So is Oshinoko worth the hype? I watched it to find out! So I went into this totally blind, not knowing what to expect apart from cute idol stories and music. Boy was that naive of me. Nothing could have prepared me enough for this one. After I give you the rundown, I'm gonna keep this video as spoiler-free as possible. This story is from the point of view of a doctor who is a big fan of this teenage idol named Ai. But he has a reason for becoming a fan of hers. It turns out that he once had a young patient named Serena who was a mega fan of Ai. And she watched her perform all the time in her hospital room. It seems he grew pretty fond of her as his patient. And when she passes away from her illness, I guess he found some comfort in watching Ai until he eventually became just as much of a fan himself. But then one day, in a twist of fate, a young girl shows up to the hospital. And it turns out that girl is I. What? And not only that, she is 20 weeks pregnant with twins. Okay, they've made it pretty clear already that this is not a typical idol anime. This, of course, is a huge shock for the doctor. His favorite idol is pregnant. She wants to keep them. The father is also a secret. This is a whole scandal that would immediately end her career. Anyway, through all this conflict, the doctor promises to deliver her children safely. But then, in another twist of fate, a few months later, on the night that Ai is due to go into labor, a creepy stalker of hers has found where she is and what's going on. And out of anger, he shows up outside the hospital and ultimately kills the doctor. So you might think, Oh, wait a minute. He was the main character. Is this where the story ends? But buckle up, because we're in for a bit of a wild ride. The doctor wakes up in Ai's arms and realizes that he has been reincarnated as Ai's baby son, Aqua. <gasps> Not only that, he still has all of the memories of his past life. No, 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 no. No. It's like a weird isekai, but into the same world. This guy is like a day old and he's smarter than me. They did drop a couple hints earlier in the story that this is where it was gonna go. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be reincarnated as the baby child of an idol? No? Uh, yeah. Me neither. And of course, why stop there? One reincarnated baby story isn't enough. So guess who's also reincarnated and is now the baby daughter, Ruby? And she is still the same mega eye fan that she always was. Going as far as at nighttime taking Ai's phone to show the haters online who's boss. So remember, if you're ever arguing of a troll on the internet, it might just be a baby. These two can converse like adults as well, which honestly made them look kind of creepy. Like if that had been me at the sight of these babies talking who sound like adults, I would have noped so hard and been out of that apartment so fast. Like, that would just be unsettling to see in real life. But all of this happening is essential to the story. And it's not really what the show is about. 
So Aya is immediately getting back into her idol career while keeping these kids a secret from the public. Moving aside all of the baby stuff, the characters in this show feel so real. I herself, who at the beginning just looks like a typical happy-go-lucky idol girl, has got so much more going on under the surface and you can't help but care about her. If you don't know, in this idol culture, it's not unusual to find groups of fans who love their favorite idols to the point of being borderline possessive of them. I think that it's probably just a very vocal minority, but the idols still try to live up to all of the public expectations and not show any flaws. And one of those biggest flaws is being in a relationship, so you can imagine how well it would go down if it got out that she had children. But the reason why she chose to do it anyway is because she's never had and desperately wished for a family of her own. They show us the truth of the behind the scenes of the industry and the insecurities that entertainers deal with through I. Like how they are under the constant judgment of the public. There are always the groups of people who don't like you who are waiting for you to mess up in any kind of way so that they can try to cancel you. Not to mention, in general, the more eyes that are on you, the more your insecurities get amplified. And this goes beyond just idol culture. They are showing us behind the scenes of the whole entertainment industry in general. If the public interest in you starts to fade, so do your job opportunities. Because the reality is, every entertainer is replaceable, and it's the ones who seem that they'll make the most money who end up getting the roles. As they say in the episode, it's just business. It's a pretty fragile and stressful career path. Going back to Ai, her biggest insecurities come from the fake image that she's created of herself. During Ai's entire time as an entertainer, she's been constantly lying to everyone. She always just says out loud what she thinks others want to hear. Ai is the idle genius who's trained herself so well into being perfect that she has trouble distinguishing her own true feelings. And she's so used to being this way that she's afraid of telling her own kids that she loves them because she's afraid of realizing that that's a lie too. Yeah, it gets pretty deep. Four years pass since the birth of Aqua and Ruby and everything is going really well for Ai career-wise. She has more job opportunities than ever and the kids are still successfully being kept a secret from the public. And then there are some developments that happen towards the end that give you a bad feeling about what's to come. And sure enough, what happens next, which I'm not going to spoil here, was just... Oh my gosh. It is a plot twist which you might think you're ready for, but you are not ready for it. It opens up a whole new subplot which once again throws all of your expectations away. It gets pretty emotional too. Honestly, I was completely destroyed by this episode. And even though there's a clear goal for the show from here, you still feel like you have no idea what they're going to do to get to that goal. It's just... Ugh, it's such a crazy start to a show. I was on the edge of my seat watching this. Like, I was a bit unsure about it at the start, not gonna lie. But now, after watching this episode for myself, I can say that I don't think it's overhyped. It is definitely worth the watch. It left me completely mind blown. Who knew that a show that started off about idols and talking babies was gonna end up here? It makes complete sense why they decided to make the first episode of this anime movie length. They knew what they were doing. The way how I went into the show expecting it to be one way but then it turned out to be a lot darker reminded me of back when I first watched Madoka for the first time. Cause I went into that one completely spoiler free as well. There was not one part where I got bored watching this. 
And the art style in this anime is so good too. Just look at it. It's so pretty. It was also crazy to find out that this show was actually co-written by the author of Kaguya-sama, which is another one of my favorites. They are a genius. But this is the first time in quite a while that I felt so invested in an anime. They showed us the behind the scenes of what show business is like through Ai's perspective, and it looks like it's going to continue with that theme, but now also through the eyes of the now teenage Aqua and Ruby, as they start sticking their feet into the door of the entertainment industry too. And I'm really excited to see where they take it. Let's go! Oh boy, that was a roller coaster of emotions. Please be sure to subscribe if you enjoyed the video and let me know what you thought of the first episode of Oshinoko down in the comments as well. Let's talk about it together. And if you don't know what to watch next, how about checking out my most recent video about the worst rated anime on the internet? I'll see you over there. Thank you for watching. Bye!